Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Good morning, July 6th, Thursday. Welcome. Okay, uh, Theo Vaughn. I don't know, I never heard of him before until Roseanne Barr was on his show. He has this podcast called This Past Weekend, I think is what it's called. And uh, he had Roseanne Barr on. Apparently, he's a famous comedian. But I had never heard of him because I'm old, I guess. Uh, so he had Roseanne on his show, on his podcast. And they were talking about uh, all of the misinformation and guidelines and how the government's trying to censor everyone from talking and speaking and of course, Roseanne Barr being Roseanne Barr, she's a comedian as well, was being sarcastic in her speech when she was talking um, to, when they were discussing this, this information. It followed, I'm just going to read, this is all from Breitbart News. It reads, some of the, some of the, I'm going to read a couple of paragraphs. It followed a long exchange between Vaughn and Barr about the 2020 election in which Barr pretended to be glad about social media misinformation policies. The podcast is now available on Twitter. But, you know, all these podcasters and everything, they're on YouTube, they're on all over the social media. Well, YouTube <clears throat> decided to ban this particular episode because they considered it hate speech. Roseanne began the exchange saying, I'm glad that they did set up all of these guidelines so that we're only are allowed to speak the truth. And the truth is that Biden got 81 million votes by winning 36 counties. And that is just incredible. It really, really is. And of these 81 million supporters who gave him more votes than any president has ever gotten before, I'm just glad that they were careful to make sure that nobody could ever detract from that proven truth that they mandated <laughs> that that was the truth and that nobody could say, well, what about no? And then they went on, they kept talking. There's a whole sh transcript in here. Well, I don't know about the whole transcript, but Breitbart News had pulled most of it. Of course, then she went on, she was comparing that <clears throat> to say, oh, and like the Holocaust didn't happen either. So, she, and I think that's where they got the hate speech from. But she would, you know, she's Jewish herself, by the way. Of course she believes the Holocaust happened. She was being sarcastic. I don't know. I talked about this on my Rumble video, the latest one. So if you want to go check that out, you can. Um, anyway, that's what's going on with that. Uh, I was listening to Breitbart News on the way in, and apparently Mike Slater is out again. He just got this job. Why is he out again? Now, we did have some storms here. I don't hopefully he's okay with that. I know he was talking about a week or so ago when he was moving from California to Nashville that one of his trucks that was moving his um furniture caught on fire. So th and the guy had to dive out of the truck and the truck went off the road and the whole thing went up in flames. So they lost half their stuff. So I don't know, maybe he's having to deal with that, but hopefully he didn't hopefully it's not any storm related issues either here but uh anyway uh they had a they had a, a 
a substitute. I didn't care for him. He had a guest on, uh, I guess their London affiliate or somewhere over there overseas talking about this stuff that's happening in France, all of this craziness happening in France. So the, the host that's here had the guest on and the guest started talking. And I guess the guy here did not turn off his mic or push it away from his mouth or his nose. I could hear him breathing the whole time. And it was very distracting. Very distracting. I mean, you know, these guys are professionals. I'm not a professional. So I know I'm going to have hiccups. And I'm I'm sitting here recording this episode in my car. I am not a professional podcaster. But they are. They're professional broadcasters. Move the mic away from your mouth and nose. I can hear you breathing while the other guy is trying to talk. Very distracting. But apparently in France, y'all know there's riots going on over there. Uh, it makes the George Floyd riots over here pale in comparison, apparently. Can you imagine? The guy was talking about there were 6,000 cars burned. And then, like, there's a whole bus terminal gone. Um, and a, somebody nearly killed a, a mayor, his wife, and child by ramming a burning car into his house. Oh, my gosh, 6,000 cars. Now, it may not sound like a lot. We I know we have a lot of cars over here. But they were just saying that uh, what is happening over there in France is way worse than what happened here with George Floyd. Uh, I can't imagine. It was because I think George Floyd was pretty bad. But uh, it, they're going crazy over there. I don't know. And the comment, the host, the fill-in host for Mike Slater said, you know, if something like that started over, happened over here, that, you know, that would never happen. There'd be political upri uprising and a... Blah, blah, blah. It's like, would there be? Really? I think that could happen here. Because nobody's going to do anything about it. Mm. Anyway. All right, let's see what else is happening. And let me go pull another headline. Well, the Taliban is forcing beauty salons in Afghanistan to close. They say, you know, since you're going out in public, head to toe covered in a burqa, there's no reason for you to go get your hair and makeup done. I mean, I can't, I, I, I can't even begin to imagine what that life is like over there for a woman. They close, they can't go to school. There are certain jobs they can't hold. And they're taking the beauty parlors away from them. I know some of you guys may be rolling your eyes over that. Um, and I, you know, I guess they have a point because if they do go out in public, if they, do go out in public if they are allowed to go out in public they have to be covered head to toe i just i cannot imagine a life like that god bless mm -mm -mm. i think maybe some of these bleeding liberal women over here talking about their body their choice they should uh, go over there and live for a little while and see what that's like then come back to the USA and talk about your crap. This next story my husband brought to my attention, which kind of makes me take pause. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, but really, he did bring this to my attention. Bill de Blasio and wife Charlene, Charlene, Charlene McRae are separating to date other people without moving out or divorcing. 
so they're not really separated. They're still living in the same house and they're not divorcing. So basically they're having an open marriage. Uh, former New York Mayor Bill de Blasio and his wife, McRae, announced their separation Wednesday, but they're not really separating if they're still living in the same house. Uh, blaming his long derided, derided political career for torpedoing their nearly three decade marriage. She's just mad he ain't marrying mayor anymore. And she ain't, she's not getting the publicity and the highfalutin lifestyle she became accustomed to, I guess. Uh, who's, let's see. Oh, what? Okay, hold on. There's more to the story. I did not know this. De Blasio and McRae, who's previously identified as a lesbian, <laughs> will remain married and continue living together in their Park Slope, Brooklyn abode as they date other people. They s okay. So, <laughs> I'm really confused now. <laughs> she previously identified as gay. Well, that would explain why she wants to date other people, I guess. That is just... Those are the liberals for you. That's their lifestyle. There you go. They're going to remain married, though, and living in the same house. So, basically, they're having an open marriage. And she's going to start bringing home women to the house, is my guess. <laughs> All right. I'm going to leave it at that. That's that's just... that's Okay. Maybe I, I'm going to go try to find a good feel-good story. I don't know that I will be successful, so stand by. All right. It took some while. It took a while, but I finally found something for you. A man who was in a coma was reunited with his dog. All right. So waking up from a coma, a man was devastated when he learned his dog had gotten lost. But his luck turned around after the help from a local dog rescue organizer. Bubba Newlish was hospitalized with a bacterial infection and put in, put into an induced coma in, on April 18th. But after waking up, he found out his dog was gone. And um, I guess the people he had in charge of it were not good keepers of the dog. It didn't say, you know, what happened or how the dog got out or got away. But uh, he was reunited with them. As it happened, someone had seen him, 43-year-old. Runs a dog rescue in Dallas. Bullet had made to made it to Joppy's rescue center on June 4th. But after she learned who he belonged to, she stepped up to make sure he was back at Bubba's side as fast as possible. So there you go. Happy ending. Sto oh. uh, a feel-good story for you to end on this episode. Okay, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Bye. What's that? What's that? We're not a democracy!